0: Welcome to episode 51 of Sneaky Athletic, your favorite podcast. We already know, you already know. We're back in the booth, ready to spit,
1: not hot bars, but hot truths. So Chandler, what do we got this week? The takes will be hot. Uh, As usual, we're going to start off with our our regular segments, Beef Lifestyle, What the Feed, Google This. I think we're going to do SAP MDB. Um, Then we'll go into NFL, go through playoffs, playoffs. Go through all of last week's the wild card games, go through the divisional games, um, talk a little NFL coaching, there were quite a few changes that happened this last week, and then get into the XFL and the new rules and end it with some gambling. Um, but before we get to all that, as you know, Sneaky Athletic is brought to you by the Fertilizer Service Company, the best in the biz, uh, the goats as some would say. The beautiful boys over there in God's country. For sure. So Logan Pyatt and the guys are hooking it up with all your fertilizer needs in Northwest Missouri. Uh, They they truly do it all, and they're the best at it. So if you need them, hit them up at 660-686-2402, or you can find them on their Facebook page. Uh, They're off Highway 59 in Fairfax, Missouri, and as always, they're keeping God's country as good as she grows. All right, let's get started.
0: My soul, I gave it all. But loving you was never easy. All right, so we've all been hungry. We've all been there. Have you noticed recently that a footlong doesn't go as long as it did back in the day? I have not. So my beef this week is the subway
1: price hikes. Okay,
0: let me hear about it. Well, I don't want to throw Jared under the bus, but fuck him, just to start He's off. He's already under there. Yeah, just to get that out of the way. The Subway price sandwiches increases have been Absolutely absurd. And I had been thinking this for a while and someone else brought it up to me and I was like, Oh my god, like I'm glad someone else thought this. And it is absurd. I literally sign up for the subway text messages every week. Why? Because I was a broke college kid at one point. Okay, fair. And it's just all jack shit now. Like I'm literally probably paying twice as much as the sub at Jimmy Johns. A sub at Jimmy Johns of the same size is about five dollars less. Oh yeah. More meat, more cheese, freaky fast delivery. I gotta go in and watch this butt scratcher make my sandwich. That's, an, it, that's not fun. No, it's $5 more. This is absolutely absurd. And I'm sick of it. Eat fresh and eat a dick.
1: Oh, man. Going at their fucking neck. Well, they already went at the throats. Oh. Fair enough. So you really had it. My, uh, is that, was that your beef? I'm assuming. Indeed. Um, my beef yeah, is all these accounts on Twitter that like to remind me of like shitty Chiefs playoffs performances or calls that went against us. And so like recently on my timeline, the Derek Johnson <laughs> sacking Marcus Mariota and then calling yeah. forward progress just got shoved on my timeline by like four or five accounts. And it just reminded me of being in that stadium, although I was hammered, just being in utter like – disarray and confusion like we just had no clue what was going on and then once we realized what was going on the next day like re-watching it put me in a dark place so every time that happens it makes it really hard to focus on how good the team is now so if everybody could just stop doing that i'd really appreciate it well we were so drunk partially because we thought like oh this is a lock
0: yeah you I, know yeah it's like we're gonna pre-celebrate and i guess like that's what we get but it's absolutely absurd it's just sad.
1: But hey, maybe this year's the year. We'll see. That's what it's looking like. We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, okay. What's your lifestyle tip? So my lifestyle tip is brought
0: to you by moms from 30 to 50 years old. Okay. And it's, hey, paradise, put up a parking lot. So appreciate what you have. You know, the big yellow taxi is not going to just come hailing. So I just, uh, you know, have had some experiences this week that have made me thought that you know be grateful for what you got
1: i think we're on the same page Uh, yeah after going up we attended a a good friend best friend's mother's funeral this last weekend and so mine was just you know live a life that's worth living and Mm -hmm. i think she did a really good job of that and it just made me kind of realize that this weekend Uh, although her life was short i thought she lived many lives you know she did a great job of making the best of what she had and making it worthwhile so that's all i can say to everybody else absolutely like we went
0: out to the bar afterwards and you know we you know kind of lost ourselves in the moment we're having a good time and
1: yeah everybody was telling
0: stories too it was just yeah it hit me while we were there it's this is what they would have wanted oh yeah you know and that's what i want
1: absolutely same yeah, I want my funeral to have an open bar. Yeah. Honestly, just bury me and just party. For sure. Burn it and be done with it. You got to what the feed this week? I do. So, uh I'm just scrolling through my Twitter, another another one of these things that it just like my life would just be a lot better if I didn't just didn't happen to see this. <laughs> um but it, it was the Chicago Reader tweeted out an article. They can article. read in Chicago? I know, crazy. Oh they, they tweeted out they tweeted an article that says Do you think the Sears Tower would survive would have survived nine eleven? Why are we imposing these hypotheticals? Didn't it?
0: That was my question. Well that was the first response <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> under it. It
1: was like, well, it did. <laughs> right. Like, but why why?
0: Here's the thing. When you think of Number one, absolutely pretentious cities. It's like St. Louis and New York, for me personally, as someone in Missouri, coming in a very close third. Chicago. It's up there. Yeah, you know what? Nobody likes your fucking pizza. That's a fact. I'll say it. <sighs> I'm glad we got that. Get off your chest. Way.
1: Yeah, nobody wants that. I mean, if I'm just gonna have lasagna, I'm gonna have fucking lasagna. There,
0: I, I don't have enough time. To ridicule all the things in Chicago that I don't like. Although it's a beautiful city. There's great things there. There's great people there. There are some elements about it that I have a bone to pick with. But I'm going to move on to my what the feed. Let's hear it. Zach Efron. Almost died. Yeah. I didn't. It was very under the wraps. I know. It, it was. There wasn't a lot of media coverage. But he was flown from New Zealand to Australia. So I guess he didn't necessarily get that much safer. But I think it's a little ironic that he was filming a series called Killing Zach Efron while this accident happened and Life Life imitates art. That's true. That's true. Or vice versa. I can't ever figure it out. One of the two. Fox News posted this article. That's how under the radar it was.
1: Must have been a slow day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I, I just won't comment. Um, so
1: stick to sports. Yeah, killing Zac Efron. He's uh, not dead, but was about there. Go ahead. T's and P's to Zach Efron. My Google this. I'm sure you've seen this. I know we've talked about it. The naked philanthropist. Mm-hmm. So Alec mentioned it. Um, there's some devastating wildfires. Did, did you just open up with? We've talked about it. Alec mentioned it. Wait to just throw me under the bus here for this girl selling so news. No, you just mentioned Australia. I might have bought in a couple. You just mentioned how Australia wasn't a safer place. You didn't let me get through my transition. Okay. Um, Sorry. So Australia, going through some devastating wildfires. Yeah, mate. Um, oh, millions, I think half a billion animals have been killed. Unfortunately. Um, it's a bad deal. I've donated some money. I didn't get the nude because I'm not concerned about that. Um, but, but They're flame. Uh, you should donate what you can. And if you want to get a nude, I guess you submit it. Uh, But this naked philanthropist, if you guys haven't heard of her, she's, a, I think, a low-level Instagram model. um, Who's not clothed. And she has, yeah, an OnlyFans, which is basically a place where you can buy nudes. And she said, she started off, this was, I think, on Friday, Thursday, beginning of the weekend, that she would, for every $10 donation you made to one of the organizations that was helping out with the wildfires in Australia, if you gave proof of that, she would send you a nude. Um, and like very quickly, she raised a couple thousand dollars. Like it was like $5,000 within two hours. And then it just kept going. It it just kept getting bigger and bigger to the point where her Instagram got deactivated. She's claimed that her family disowned her. I'm not 100% sure on all that. Don't know all those details. I do know she started a new Instagram. Don't know if it actually got deactivated or not. Um, but now she has said that she is, she's has like a legal team and everything now because, I mean, she blew up. When I first saw it, she had close to 60,000 followers on Twitter. She has 360,000 followers now on Twitter. Um, But she's saying as of yesterday, they've estimated that they've raised through her whole nudes portion uh, a million dollars for Australia. Yeah, yeah. these are fire. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to be honest. That's great radio.
0: I I just said that earlier as a joke, but I am now looking into it. I knew who she was, but I wanted to look into it a little bit more while you're talking about it. And uh wow,
1: it's she's at Lil Ear Thing Elk. So L I L E A R T H A, Angel K. Well, there's 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 different ways to read that. Fair. But okay. well, that's up for interpretation.
0: Yeah, little um, Earth Angel K.
1: That's true. Go ahead and spell it if you want. It's Little Earth Angel K. I think my brain just <laughs> broke it down. I saw elk at the end first. I I like did it backwards. You know you're a redneck when I well I read it backwards, so I read like elk and I read thing. I was like, oh, it's just a little ear thing elk. That's true though. That is what it says. <laughs> Turn me down the headset a little bit. No, you're
0: good. you got to hear this. Oh, well, I'm hoping so. I am hoping so. Good God. Well, you know what? Good for her.
1: Yeah, so... Can I go
0: ahead and say we're pro-sex
1: work? Oh, yeah. All right, chill. Chill, chill, chill. Keep doing your thing. For sure, especially... I mean, sex work, good for you as well. Do whatever um, makes you happy. And what if it makes you money? Great. Um, But especially when it's a good cause like this.
0: Oh, 100%.
1: So you got to Google this for the people?
0: Indeed, I do. So my Google this this week is a young woman. I honestly, I shouldn't say young. Uh, She's the daughter of a deceased man who has been in the news a little bit lately. So her dad was a GOP gerrymandering mastermind. Stick to sports all right I'll be quick uh she leaked all of his documents who the daughter hmm for what reason she was sick of the patriarchy good for her she literally is like self proclaimed anarchist and I was like, just
1: about to say that like I was just say anarchy oh, I don't know yeah. what it means, but I love it
0: yeah she was I think she's just a rebel child I was like, fuck you dad but uh not that I'm for gerrymandering but uh these uh seem like not a great thing and uh yeah. Dumped all of them on the Google Drive, so uh, go check them out.
1: Wow. Educate yourself. For sure. Um, so we just finished up watching a movie. You want to talk about it a little bit? Go ahead. Uh, it was Two Popes on Netflix. Not one. Two. Yep. Double the sodomy. Double the fun. Son of a bitch. We're we really might doing have a, to bleep that. We're doing a really bad job of sticking to sports on this to start this out. But I'm drunk. It's, uh, I don't know, it's pretty good. Some of the camera angles and stuff kind of threw me off. It's historical, and you do have to read some, which kind of not my forte, as you can tell by the the earlier portion of this podcast. Uh, Nothing
0: aggravates me more than watching movies with Chandler that have
1: subtitles because I'm a big subs guy. I hate subtitles so much. I'm not trying to read a book. I'm trying to watch a movie. Read faster, fucker. I can't. Okay. I'm physically incapable of doing it. If I could, I would. I got in that
0: loop as a kid where it's like, "Oh, you can read really good, so you must be smart." And then I got on and they're like, "Oh, fuck, you're an idiot."
1: Yeah, mine was just like avoid reading and show them how good you are at math, and then they'll just forget how bad you are at reading. Mm. Mm. I almost said something that we we would have to bleep, so how it then? Good for you.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Uh, but, I really loved it. I really loved the way that they went back and forth between the timelines like they you know really referenced historical events and they and showed real on. footage. oh, absolutely, and that's part of the reason why the camera angles were so shitty and yeah. I agree that was kind of a turn off, but it really added to the real element of it.
1: They threw in some good dry humor as well.
0: oh absolutely, you know whenever you're dealing with something as fake as. You have to absolutely put in some You, you know, love jokes. that word. Absolutely.
1: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you just said it like three times. That's I know. The I know. You got uh, anything else? Because I do. Let's hear it. All right. Well, are we sticking to sports? Do whatever you want, man. It's your podcast. I'm just on it. So why are Bernie and Yang
0: not put in the liberal media outlets, uh,
1: propaganda. I don't know. But did you see the, where they didn't even put the picture of Yang up there? It was just like, it was some other Asian guy. You really got to work on. I, oh, I was, I'm upset. I'm upset. 50,000 on my head. That's disrespect. He He's raised more than that. He has. That was but just a Drake song. He's raised a million dollars, you know, millions it's of just dollars. Just
0: absolutely ludicrous and absurd that they're doing this to probably the two most left progressive candidates. I'm not saying that I agree with everything that either one of them says because I would be ignorant to say that I studied them that much. But it's absolutely absurd that people who are polling higher than the people that they showed aren't on that list. And it's just absolutely insane Liberal media at it again. You know what? I'm going to take this uh, far right route as long as I can just because. Dabble in that pool because I'm not here often.
1: Fair enough, I guess. I'm
0: not trying to stay.
1: Live it up while you're there. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's get into a little lighter hearted topic, the NFL and wild card weekend. Although we were. Was there kneeling? I don't know. We were traveling, um, so I didn't really get to pay attention to it too much. Indeed. Saturday, we watched the majority of both games. Mm-hmm. Sunday, we were in the car for seven hours. so I had to watch it on a phone screen in the person's lap next to me.
0: Uh, are you wearing a Caucasian James shirt?
1: I am. I like it. Thanks. I have a Caucasian James sweatshirt in the mail.
0: What does it say? Can you describe to the people what I just... Uh, pointed out
1: here yeah it's a picture of caucasian james he's surfing the web so there's a there's like a phone or a remote keyboard or keyboard i can't really see upside down um he's got a and, phone and, in and his hand and he's on the wave and then it says don't vape surf the web phone in his hand logged on shirt on he's always logged on and i got a sweatshirt that says y'all mind if i have a good week That's how I feel about it. Oh, you're a big vape guy? Damn, you made me look
0: like a douchebag.
1: Well played. All right, so NFL to the NFL. <laughs> um, so, wild card weekend, like I said, we got to watch the Bills-Texans, which was such an up-and-down game. It seemed like both teams lost that game 75 times. It's true. Um, Tell you what, though, I was real happy with that push. It was a good push. Great push. The most entertaining push you could have asked for. <laughs> and think, yeah. the best way to start off wild card weekend, like that game put the wild in wild card weekend. Going into overtime, that, yeah. being crazy. Like it was a great kickoff to the NFL playoffs.
0: Oh, without a doubt. And
1: I really thought
0: the Texans were just going to whoop up on them. But like good for the Bengals for showing up more than I thought. It was also
1: a perfect Bengals. Ugh. Yeah. you. I'm, I was just going to skip over it. Appreciate it. Um, it was also the perfect sitting in a bar, eating some wings, drinking a beer game. It was like the perfect nice little like. Big bar guy? I am. Especially when in Wisconsin. They're all That's over true. the place. We literally traveled less than 15 miles and
0: saw more than 15 bars. We traveled approximately nine miles and saw anywhere from uh seven to 14 bars
1: in Wisconsin. Minimum. Yeah. It, it's a fun place to be. It's wild. I love it. Yeah, so we were sitting there eating wings, drinking beer. I was like, this is awesome. Both these teams are trying to lose this game. Guys being dudes, having a good time. Uh, so I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Real quick, fun little stat here. i just actually, I want to have you guess. How many of the games, off the top of your head, there's four games. How many of them do you think the underdogs won? All of them. Three. Three of the games. The, um, the Bills. Uh, but- Patriots? No, the Texans, Patriots. Texans, Texans were not, Texans were favored. It was at te- it was at home for them. The Patriots were not favored. They didn't win. How many dogs won? Three dogs won. And indeed, indeed, yeah. Okay, Texans were the only mm-hmm. uh, favorite to win. How many games went over? How many went under? Are you looking at the scores?
0: I am looking at the scores currently. So I'm going to say that. We're at a solid 50-50. They all went under. Really? Yep. Interesting. I will tell you what. I bet every game right, um, except the
1: one game that I didn't bet. Nice. So the game that I won the most money on was the next game, which was the most fun to watch. Hmm. Titans-Patriots. Pass the blame. Buck stops here. It stops here. (laughs) Patriots are they done
0: yes I said this last week are you fucking kidding I, I this was gonna be the biggest I told you so ever I literally was drunk as shit and I typed out half an illiterate tweet and I showed it to Chandler and I was like dude should I post this because it was just I it was just me screaming at the pod account I told you this last week Tom Brady is washed he's absolutely done this is nothing like we have ever seen before
1: in what way Like, with the Patriots? We've never seen them this bad?
0: No, no, no. We've seen them struggle, and it has happened. People have bested Bill Belichick. But, truly, Tom Brady has just survived and thrived on these short passes. I don't know why it took so fucking long for defenses to adjust, but here we are. And finally, the results are showing up. He had one great run against the Chiefs that made everybody forget about it in a fucking week. And... You know, we're back on the Patriots train. No,
1: they are bad. Tom Brady I mean, it only took, does not have it. It only took like 75 yards from Ryan Tannehill to beat them. The, you, little, the little tractor also had 200 yards. That is true. But it doesn't take amazing quarterback play to beat the Patriots anymore. What does it take? A good running back and stopping the run up the middle.
0: You want to hear a crazy stat as well? Let's hear it. Watson, Mahomes, Jackson... Tannehill, all quarterbacks, to beat uh, Tom Brady this year. You want to know which one of those sticks out like a sore thumb? Which one?
1: The one that was a wide receiver in college. Ryan Tannehill. Yep. Yeah. Well, which it's Nuts. Which quarterbacks are still playing? All of those. Yeah. What a wild quinky dink. That's interesting. Beat Brady. Survive. And pass. I, I don't know. I, I hope the Patriots are done just because I'm sick and tired of being about them. I hope it's the Chiefs' time to shine. Me too. Um, and it just feels like more as I'm sitting here, I'm just like, this is our year. This is the year. We get it done. We take it and we shove it down Houston's throat. We already beat them and we were a half of a team that we were today. Big fact. Um, what do they do in the playoffs every year? They fucking choke hard. I wasn't going to do the sound on the mic for the listeners, but yeah. They choke hard every year. Um, I don't. We'll get into this later. I don't know about the nine and a half, but this team, they're ready. I absolutely
0: agree. God, I am saying absolutely a lot. You do. So I think that this is at least AFC Championship year for the Chiefs, if not more do i think that if the ravens are running on full juice and they've been going like they've been going we have the stuff to stop them seven there our defense is good it's improved it has improved it's not as bad as it was before when the off. chiefs won
1: yeah it's pissing me off when people are like well well the, the chiefs beat the ravens week 3 well it's yeah like the ravens have gotten better but so has the chiefs like mm-hmm. We've had Patrick Mahomes was the best quarterback in football the last three weeks of the regular season. Tyron Matthew, the best safety, possibly best defensive player the last third to half of the season. Uh, True. We have some guys who are playing out of their mind and we're finally getting back to healthy, even though we do have some guys who are Juan Thornhill, for example, done for the year. Uh, We'll see what's going to happen with him next year because it's an ACL. It'll be interesting. I'm ready to go. Wherever we have to go and beat somebody and get to the Super Bowl. Fingers
0: crossed, it'll always be at home. That and
1: w- that would be nice, but I don't know why I want to play Tennessee. Quit being scared. I'm it's just engraved in me. I'll
0: tell you what, I was there and if I could remember it, I probably would be as well. But
1: I do think that A D D hit me. Okay. We'll move on. So, <laughs> Vikings, Saints, Vikings 26, Saints 20. One of the games that we watched in the car yep. on the lap. Drew Brees looked. God, the screen was so big. The screen was massive, but Drew Brees was the perfect size on that screen. He did not show up very big. Hmm. It seemed like when he went off the field, it was so funny that. Troy Aikman made that comment. It's like, I don't like any plays when Drew Brees is off the field and Taysom Hill threw a 50-yard bomb. Troy Aikman is, like, not as bad of a Booger McFarlane. Booger is the worst. He had the worst game. Bill's Texans, he did such a bad job. He on then he said it was, like, third and something with the, with the clock running. He was like, they mm-hmm. should run a draw and spike the ball.
0: Right right and turn over the ball apparently was his idea yeah which leads me to this very important question i think personally the two worst announcers in the cognitive radius of professional sports are doris burke and burger mcfarlane who's worse
1: um dan fouts is pretty fucking bad I don't think he, he... He calls CBS. I don't know. I just didn't know if you know who exactly that was.
0: No, I don't. Calls that's why I, he doesn't deserve he calls to be with, in this argument.
1: Well, because he calls low-level CB, CBS games, which is like the Chiefs game at noon with Ian Eagle, and he just doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Right, so it doesn't matter. Booker McFarlane, Doris Burke. On the big stage, yeah. Who is worse? Of the two? Yes. Booger. Yeah. Doris has more
0: versatility. Doris although she is annoying and goes off on tangents, at least knows
1: somewhat what she's talking about. Yeah, and she does basketball, and does she do football as well? I don't know. Seems like she just has more versatility. Trying to ignore her as much as um, possible. Booger it just is like, the whole like cat can have a little salami that got compared to Booger is like so fucking perfect. Cat can have salami a little. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Um uh, <laughs> he's booger just says things like he's drawn like three telestrator penises in the last love it two or three weeks uh he just subliminal messages he like he there was a son of a bitch it was a play action play where he was literally breaking it down he's like and they shouldn't do this because it's not going to draw these linebackers in And as he's saying that they're like taking steps in like they're being drawn off it and he just stops talking he's gotten to the point now where he's
0: he doing, realizes the idiocracy. yeah he's, he's just
1: like doing it like analysis mid play and then he realizes he's wrong and he just shuts up and Tessitore just like takes off and goes somewhere else.
0: I've never seen anybody want to be Tony Romo until then.
1: Yeah, he tries so <laughs> hard, and it, I don't even know how we made it last year with the Booger Mobile and Jason Witten. I think it was just such a circus that we didn't really care. Yeah. Um, now that it's just like primarily on Booger, it's like please get Pat McAfee in there. So I stop oh having God. to fucking listen to this and watch it because that would be electric. That w- no, that would be the greatest turnaround. Wow. I would even go with um, Hasselback and McAfee in there, do a three-man booth like they do on Thursday nights now. Wouldn't I hate that. Take because Hasselbeck and McAfee, since they played together, they have the really good chemistry and they're yeah. able to bounce back off each other. And then Tessitore can just do play-by-play and just stick. It's like you stick here, you just do play-by-play, They'll do everything else.
0: I think McAfee needs one other person because I think we both really like him, but there are people who
1: don't. There are people who don't, and I think he can. Or at least needs, that much of it. He needs like wrangled in yes. a little bit. Every now and again, exactly. somebody has to like ah, come here. Like mm-hmm. you're you're getting out there. A don't bit. jump off
0: that boat, buddy. Yeah,
1: but he does it anyway. Oh, that's Pat McAfee. Yeah. You know. So the final game of Wildcard Weekend was Seattle and Philadelphia. Seattle won 17-9. Philadelphia, I feel sorry for them, the Eagles. What? you know how many injuries they sustained? <laughs> I truly do. All right, go ahead. I mean, I'm just thinking about how good they won their division suffering so many injuries. Who's don't, in their division? Uh, the, the Cowboys should have done a lot better. The, they beat the Cowboys
0: and the Giants. Oh, wow, good for them. Yeah, yeah
1: the NFC beast. They don't call yeah, it that for a reason. You're right. Um, Tough as nails. Yeah. They're so good that they wear each other out. Oh. So then they do poorly outside of the division. Chris Traeger
0: would hire you as an assistant on his spin team.
1: Um, yeah. This, the fucking Eagles should hire me right now. I'm about to go off for them. They need help. Go ahead. They need a wide receiver. Go off. They need a quarterback that stays healthy. Javier J- 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 Clowney's hit was not clean. Oh my God, no! That's what. That's another reason I'm feeling sorry for him. Like it, that was just something. that Was like, oh yeah, no, he's fine. Oh, I agree.
0: Jadavion Clowney should be suspended for at least the rest. Like he should be kicked out of that game and at least part of the next game.
1: So you want like a targeting yeah rule? I don't know. It definitely seemed dirty to me, and but it did lead to us seeing Josh McCown. Not that that's a good thing. Sorry, Carson. Out thoughts well. and prayers. Um, but Joshua Cowan, at 40 years old, starting in his first – or playing in his first NFL playoff game. At that point, you just don't need to. Just put in the third string. No, you you let him shine.
0: Oh, did they? They did. Mm-hmm. That's debatable.
1: I mean, he shined like a pile of mud, but uh, – Yeah, yeah. He was out there.
0: Hey, every time the sun hits it just right, you got something there. Yeah. You can Absolutely. see yourself <laughs>
1: – uh, But the, those are the games So we have mm-hmm. Coming up next week we have the Vikings Versus the 49ers Niners are minus 7, totals at 45 We have the Titans Versus the Ravens Ravens are minus 9 Totals 47 We have the Texans versus the Chiefs Chiefs are minus 9.5, totals 51 And then we have the Seahawks Versus the Packers, Packers minus 4 Totals 47
0: You want to go double or nothing? Yeah. On this round. Yeah. Okay. Just spreads. Okay. Go ahead. I know you're on Bovada, so we'll go top to
1: bottom. Okay. Hold on. Give me a second. No problem. No problem. Yeah. Take your time. Um, I'm taking the Niners minus seven. Okay. Okay the Titans plus nine chiefs minus nine and a half Seahawks plus four Seahawks.
0: Okay. Well, I personally am going to take the Vikings. Also listen, my picks because one of us has been hotter than the other Mm. one recently. So mm, I don't know what that means, but, uh, Ravens, this is absolutely a joke that you said. The Titans, obviously, I'm gonna stay with the hometown boys and pick the chefs there, and then Green Bay. Oh, minus four is rough. Minus four is rough. I'm also gonna take the Seahawks just because of that. I think Green Bay will win, but I don't think it'll be by more than four.
1: They win. If they win, they win ugly. Oh, that's, that's how, how they do it. Win. That's how they do it this year. Absolutely, without a doubt. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Yeah. I also, uh, let's just, we can just do our gambling right here. I also have LSU minus six and a half. Um, Teased
0: last week, if you uh, didn't catch on, because I will say something that although I have beaten Chandler in the gambling round overall, he has a better record than me, and I do feel just as strongly about this LSU bet as he does.
1: Clemson did look good in their bulletin board material. It helped them out, in that win against Ohio State. But it is gone. They used it all. And LSU is fucking real. And Joe Burrow might have put together one of the greatest college football seasons a quarterback has ever put together. So the dryer race board just ran out. Well, all the tax got pulled out as he was showing them the fucking bulletin board material and throwing okay. it in the fire. Okay.
0: Now that I disagree with you, I just want to know. I don't know. Joe Burrow is better than um, Trevor Lawrence. Thank you. Could ever be. Swaggier. If that's the. I don't necessarily agree with that. I do. I think Trevor Lawrence has a different kind of swag than Joe Burrow, but that not to say that he doesn't have it.
1: Trevor Lawrence like, is a West Coast kid. It's what he looks like, yeah. And he, Joe Burrow is like preppy Southern.
0: When you look at Joe Burrow, who do you think of? And I'll give you some time to answer because every time I look at Trevor Lawrence, I think of sunshine. Yeah,
1: that's for sure. When I look at Joe Burrow, who do I think of? Do you have somebody in mind?
0: Yeah, uh, the I'm seeing Ghost Kids on the Jets. Fuck is that quarterback's name?
1: Sam Darnold? Yeah, no. I think of uh, Johnny Moxon, Varsity Blues. It's going to be a cool Google.
0: 1999.
1: What an old reference. It's a good fucking football movie.
0: Okay, well, in the top build cast, he's. Mox. Nowhere there. Johnny.
1: It's Mox. There's like Sam Mox in. Mo it's mocks James Vanderbeek who plays Mox. If you go to IMDb, oh, look on Oh, right Cast. at the
0: top. Jesus Christ. Why didn't you say something? You're. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who the fuck is James Vanderbeek? No. Yeah. Hard disagree. Hard disagree with that
1: Well, you've never even seen the movie. Fair point. So there you go. You wanna get on to uh fake NFL? We're talking about XFL. Should we hey. talk I don't let's just skip coaching. Oh, um, I do well I got some cool things. Okay, so let's discuss uh NFL coaching a little bit. Yeah, so McCarthy's back, I guess. That's, yeah. He got permission from Jason Garrett to take his job because mm-hmm. Jason Garrett gave permission to the Cowboys to fire him. Interesting turn of events, but yes. It was a weird deal. And Jason Garrett's still under contract for like another week. And that, yeah. I mean that doesn't really matter. It's the weirdest fucking thing. It's the most cowboys like we gotta draw mm-hmm. publicity or something. I Agreed.
0: I agree. And they did it well, they did the co they did the coaching change over a playoff game. Which is absurd. Yeah. Total Cowboys move. I don't really have much to say besides McCarthy
1: sucks. He's. Have you seen anything he's doing this year? Like he's got. Has this he lost whole, weight? He's got this whole coaching staff together, and they just basically sit in his basement and watch film every day. Has he lost day. weight? I think so. How much? I I don't know. I just
0: want to know the self discipline. I'm not his fucking dietitian. Well, you know what? What's his worst coaching attribute? Time clock management. What is his worst personal attribute? Obesity. So the fact that he can't control himself, and. Areas that he might indulge. Also, in game situations, when he can't control himself. When areas when he might go for it, be a little too aggressive.
1: Like reaching for that last chicken wing. He has an issue. I have an issue with reaching for that last chicken wing. As well. So maybe I won't, won't be a good NFL coach.
0: I think that's a different standpoint. I look at you and I don't see someone who could gobble me. And I do see that
1: with mike mccarthy well i'll gobble you don't get that wrong i'm letting it sit the first one to say the word loses so you just lost oh, god damn it all right so mike mccarthy to dallas um i think it's it's a eh, higher like it doesn't move the needle right like it's not exactly it's nothing like rule to carolina that Really made the needle jump, especially when you signed him to a seven-year, $60 million contract. let's talk
0: about that, because McCarthy is essentially small beans compared to that.
1: That was just insanity. I mean, he did a great job at Baylor, at bouncing back from all that stuff. His agent, man. His agent. Working wonders. Good God. Because I thought the... I mean, the, the... John Gruden contract, the 10-year, $100 million. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's insane. I mean, even though he has all this history. Which one's worse? The rules. Interesting, because I disagree. I I don't know how either of them are structured, but one has won a Super Bowl and one hasn't. So I don't
0: disagree with that, but I don't necessarily think that the rest of... I already forgot that fucking Raiders head coach's name. John Gruden. Yeah. He's relevant. You know, I... like. I forgot his name. The only thing that I know is how he talks. You know, that's what he's known for. Well, most
1: people do know him. That and the dumb face. Well, do they? He does have a dumb face. Do they? Do they know John Gruden? Well, they don't know him personally, but they know who he is because he was on Monday Night Football for like four years.
0: You're going to have to prove it to me. So I'm going to move on since you can't. And (laughs) being said, I think that it's a lot better to gamble and lose than it is to bet on a horse that needs to improve. And who is that? Which one is which? Gam- gambling on someone who doesn't necessarily need to improve, which is Rule, versus somebody who He's very clearly... He's never done clearly... it before, though.
1: Gruden has reached the pinnacle.
0: With Rule whom? has not. With the Bucks, <laughs>
1: So that Bucks team was stacked. He still did it. The Rams team was stacked last year, and they didn't win. You know what? We'll come back to this one because circle I, back because there's I, a. I have a fire. I,
0: I'm ready to go through the fire and the flames for this. Like it's fucking Dragon Force. Like it's Guitar Hero Three. Yes. Through yeah, through the fire and the flames. I bought Expert that mode. album. By the way, did you know that? Good for you. Um, one of the worst decisions of my life. <laughs> so I went to Hastings. I bought this album and i forgot about hastings i know yeah what a good store it's a relic now yeah so i went in there and i was like hey i really dig this song i'm just gonna buy an album and see what it's like and i feel like i'm pretty comfortable saying that that has the most vocals in any of them and that has the most calm guitar of any of their songs so just to give you an idea of what that album was like
1: i'll put through the fire and the flames in at the end Love that song. All about it. So are we going to talk about Judge to the Giants? Yeah, because I need to talk about this coaching career history. Do you even know? I mean, I didn't know who this guy was. I'm not a Patriots fan. So Do you know I... he's Aaron Judge's cousin? Is that true? No. Okay. I would say I, I would have heard of that, I'm sure. His name's Joe Judge, correct?
0: I'm glad you were
1: able to call me out on that instantly. Yeah.
0: That's what we call chemistry. So Joe Judge has a career history of being a coach at Mississippi State. As a graduate assistant, then Alabama Birmingham Southern as a linebackers coach for one year. He then moved to Alabama for, um, let's see, about two years as a special teams assistant. Took the fat jump from Alabama to New England Patriots special team assistant. Then was their special teams coordinator and eventually got promoted to special teams coordinator slash wide receivers coach. All of that landed him a job at the New York Giants.
1: As the head coach. Yeah. At the, at the team in the biggest media market.
0: When are we going to quit betting on Belichick's, Belichick's coaching tree?
1: I mean, it clearly didn't work that well in Detroit. Yet. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't want to get exposed on that, but... Uh, That's fair. Not looking great there. Um, Josh McDaniels just refuses to leave. Should he? He could make more money, but I don't know. And he—if he, he should—he should do it now when it looks like it's going down. Well, yeah,
0: no. Like I think after he... this cycle, it's going to be like, oh, we very clearly have misjudged Belichick
1: prospects. I guess. I don't know. We'll it see. Is panned out. I don't. I don't know enough of his. Uh, like, I don't know his disciples. Like, I know Andy Reid's disciples, who are all because they're like, pretty successful. Exactly. That. Like, that's my point. But maybe he like gives them the men in black, like fucking erases their memory as they're leaving somehow. I don't know. He's got some voodoo witch magic. I think that. I think they go.
0: Hey, that's fine. Why don't you just spend a week with Tom, and you know, get really close to him. He's gonna miss you. And then TB12 trainer
1: slips a couple of those. Blinky Blink pills and their drink, mm. Dundee makes them drink so much water they just forget where they are. <laughs> you know, he's. I think we've talked about this before, but he was like, "If you drink enough water, you can't get sunburnt." What? That's what like TV twelve stuff was like. You drink enough water, you can't get sunburnt. So, if you guys didn't see, the XFL has released some of their rules, and primarily. The big release was six of their um, kind of, or five, excuse, five of their different or quirky rules that they're going to separate themselves from the NFL with. Um, One of them is offering three options after scoring a touchdown a one point, two point, and three point conversion Mm -hmm. from the two yard line, three yard line, and 10 yard line, respectively. Um, Another one is a shootout style overtime, so more like you would see in hockey hockey or soccer. where it's just five possessions from the five yard line, however many you score that counts, then you flip flop the other team does it. I really like that. I one. like that a lot as yeah. well because it evens it out. We saw that in the Saints game, where the Saints didn't even get a chance.
0: I've never seen more camaraderie between two like bases of fans besides Chiefs and Saints in that. Moment. Yeah,
1: it was like, hey, we we feel your pain because we didn't get an opportunity to score last year, and the game the outcome was essentially decided on a coin toss. Um so I do like the shootout style. Um another one is two forward passes.
0: I, so can you explain that a little bit so more to me?
1: The rule allows two forward passes as long as the first forward pass is completed behind the line of scrimmage.
0: So essentially the Philly special with a
1: twist. So instead of so in the NFL if you do a double pass it has to be a, lat- a lateral or a backwards pass which if dropped is a fumble and the XFL wants to eliminate the risk of a fumble and like keep defenses true. Basically the XFL is designed to make it a offensive and special teams league. And I'll get into some of the special teams rules here in a second, but they want to promote offense because offense is what people care about. I mean, people were bored in the 17 to nine playoff game, even though it was a playoff game, it was great, but like you're your average fan or your non diehard is like there's no no scoring. It's kind of like in baseball, how they juice the balls so there's more home runs. Completely. Well, don't want to get in conspiracies. So but I agree on
0: that as well. But I also think that it's super interesting the fact that you could potentially run a play as in they the Tim Tebow jump pass where you just kitchen sink the line. Yeah. And then have that other person
1: pass. Well, you can also do like, say the DBs are playing way off. You can run a screen play and then your wide receiver can throw it to your other wide receiver. As long as it's behind the line. Love that. That's uh, awesome. So then also they're really designing their kickoffs to avoid touchbacks. They want the mm-hmm. ball to be returned. Uh, the kickoff is a big play. It's also a high injury play. So that's one of the reasons the NFL has kind of reduced it. Uh, but touchbacks will be taken out at the 35-yard line. And... um a kick out of bounds is the, at the 45. 35. Isn't that further than the NFL? Yeah, though? it's ten yards further. So why does that
0: reduce
1: touchbacks? So your kicker is not going to kick it to the end zone because they don't want it to be. Whereas now NFL, I was ki- thinking of it as a return. Yeah, step, now but, NFL yeah. kickers are like just kick it out of the back of the end zone. They'll start at the 25. Uh, it's not a big deal. And then punts. This is, a, I think this is a big one. They've basically completely eliminated the coffin corner. Um, unless you keep it in bounds. So if you so if you keep it in bounds, you can still down at the one. If you kick it at, into the end zone, it goes to the thirty five like a normal touchback. If you kick it and say it rolls out of bounds at the five, ball's placed at thirty five yard line. Hmm. And so, or if it it just says if it's out of if you kick it if you punch it and it goes out of bounds, it's at the thirty five yard line. Or if it went out before, so say it went out at the forty five, it, it's placed at the forty five. Okay. But it's just to eliminate – like they want these big plays, right. which I do think is smart. I think you try to get – promote offense as much as you can because that's going to get your new – you're going to get you get your gamblers won and you're going to get anybody who's just kind of sitting there on the TV. If they see a game that's 6-7 to seven in the third quarter, they're like, I probably don't want to tune into this. But if it's 35-42, rolling into okay. – rolling in the third quarter, you're like, uh, I might want to pay attention to this. Mm-hmm. And at least put it on the TV. So I, I think those are some good things. I think that they're going to get some big sponsors. Um, I'm going to bet the under that whole first week. Do you think they're going to place it really high?
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly what I think. I think the that AAF
1: went over a lot in their first week. They had different style rules,
0: and I think that this being more positioned towards that is going to allow for that style to flourish, of course, but I don't think that that style is going to flourish more prevalently than our normal style currently.
1: I think that, and uh, adjustment. Another one, they it's a one foot catch. You only need one foot down and bounce. Like college. Like college. Which again, promotes offense. So I just don't see how you're going to convince people to play defense. Well, that's the only way to get them out of the end zone. Get the offense out of the end zone? Yeah, that would be the only person. I guess, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. Do you think over-under, I had this question asked to me, over-under, how long will the XFL last? Six games. Over-under six games? How long did the other league last? Six games. Over. I think over as well. I think they're set up better. I think the whole thing with the AAF is they just didn't have any money.
0: I also think that it's going to be a personal goal just to beat
1: the AAF. So. It's like a vendetta. Yeah. Yeah, they tried to knock off the knockoff. Good word. I love when people use that word. Knockoff? Vendetta. Oh, vendetta. Great movie. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, what else you got? You got anything else?
0: You want to talk bowl games? Do you want to talk NBA? I, I have we stuff, we kinda, but I'm not we've, necessarily. We kind of covered the,
1: the bowl games, I think.
0: Yeah, so um Tennessee game was exciting otherwise. And the retiring Dwayne Waits jersey, which means nothing. I just that was my little personal beef
1: with the NBA this week, but that's really all I have. Okay. All right. So I think that wraps it up for us this week, guys. Uh make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Those really help us out and get the word out about the episodes. Make sure to download, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, We appreciate all these listenings. Uh, We have some big episodes coming up. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we've been traveling, and the holidays have kind of slowed us down. But uh, these next two episodes, for sure two episodes from now, will be our one-year anniversary. That will be a big, big episode. Uh, So be on the lookout, and uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week.
0: You know what? I'll say this right now. Okay. If somebody is listening at this point... And you want to buy some merch, t-shirt, or otherwise, I'll split it with you. Hit me up.
1: First come, first serve. DM at DJ Bill Clinton. DJ underscore Bill Clinton. Okay. Sneak out.